What's up, everybody? You're listening to As Above, So Below with me, Jamar Patterson. And I was thinking about what to talk about this week, and a few things obviously came to mind. Um, But the other day while I was driving to the gym, I, the whole time I was trying to talk myself out of it for the most part. And I kind of stepped back and asked myself what my drive was. Like, why was I going to the gym? Because the whole time I was, it was right before work. And I was like, there's no point in me going to the gym because I'm driving right by my job. I might as well just go there and hang out for a half hour. But then why hang out there for that half hour? So it was two very conflicting sides of myself. And I guess I thought about drive. And finding your drive in a lot of things is a huge, huge part of who you are as a person. And for me personally, I don't really, I can't really do anything if I don't have a goal or if I don't have a drive. For example, I used to be really, really fat. Like, I used to be really morbidly obese, and I think I was, the max I got to was 360. And now it was about two years ago. And at first, when you're when you're that weight going to the gym and doing any kind of physical activity is hard. And it's not per se because you can't do it. It's because you're thinking of a lot of other things. You're thinking about who's looking at you. What kind of attention are you bringing to yourself? What are you... What are you really there for? Are you there for other people or are you there for yourself? And a lot of the times before that, I had tried to lose weight and I'd always gained it back because I wasn't there for myself. I was there for everybody else. And then once I found that drive to be there, not for everybody else, but for myself, it was a lot easier. But I still struggle with a lot of those things today. Like, the drive to speak sometimes to be social and that's because I spent so many years like that hiding under the radar um, because I didn't have any reason to be social I had no goal I had no drive to be social Um, and it's gotten to the point now where I kind of force myself to be social like at my job no one will talk at all Um, we use walkies to talk to each other. No one will talk and I'll be the one that's constantly like talking and saying this or saying that, or congratulating people on whatever kind of things they get or whatever achievements they make. And that's because mostly I know what it's like to not be appreciated for those things. And then also on the other hand, it helps me break out of my shell a little bit more. I'm a very introverted person, introverted, not introverted. That was a weird saying. Um, I'm very introverted, but I want to be an extrovert. I want to be out there. I want to, you know, I want to act for a living. I want to be on these different platforms. I want to direct. I want to write. I want to do all these things that put me, excuse me, they put me in the limelight. So there's no reason for me to be afraid of that limelight, if that makes any sense. So 
like doing this for example this is a giant step for me and that's why i'm proud of everyone or i'm happy for anyone who listens and everyone that listens because i'm not used to this this isn't something i do this isn't something i'm used to um anyone who knows me knows i like to go on really really long rants about random stuff and that's because i'm a very outspoken person but i don't feel like it is my place sometimes and this is my place i guess um i guess i kind of figured that you have if you don't have a safe space you have to make your own safe space and that's what this is for me this is me doing what i feel like i need to do and not what I want to do. Even though I do want to do this, I enjoy doing this. I love doing this kind of stuff. I love editing. Um, I love putting background music. I love finding background music. God, God bless. That's a gem. When you find a good background music song thing, and it's all just very, um, it's all very nice, I suppose, to find that safe space where when you've been looking for it for so long. And I guess I want everyone to find what drives them, find what kind of goals they have. And I ask a lot of people, usually when I meet people, my first question is like, what do you want to do in life? How do you want to do it? What have you been doing to get there? And I will annoyingly, admittedly, push people to go after their dreams and do what they need to do, even if even if it's little baby steps. Um, one of the guys at my job that no one talks to at all and no one really knows, really recognizes him unless, you know, they're walking by him and they see him. They don't know that he's a great, great animator. And he actually had something that went viral for a little bit and it was very, very impressive. And... I feel like things like that should be acknowledged and they should be appreciated more often than they should. You know, there is so there are so many unspoken artists and unspoken people out there that feel like they're not being heard. And I feel like if we took the time to hear one another and appreciate one another's work, that it would be so much different than it is now. Because we don't we don't take take enough time to talk to each other, to learn about each other, to involve people we usually wouldn't involve in our daily activities. And I understand for people that have their little circles that it's tough to involve other people, but you know, I think you should. I think you should. If you're one of those people and you're listening right now and you have you you realize you're one of those people that have those little circles. I need you to try and bring someone you normally wouldn't bring into your circle. Because I can almost promise you that that will be the best feeling that they've ever felt in, if not their life in a long time, because I used to be one of those people. And I was very happy that my friend brought me into his circle and you know, helped me kind of break out of my shell a little bit. And I appreciate that very much. And honestly, that's really all I got for today. 
it's been eight minutes and obviously yes obviously i said 15 to 30 last time uh last episode which was the first episode but yeah not much has happened um you know i i really do challenge you to involve people in what you're doing in life try to involve people if you're making a movie don't don't pay for don't pay thousands of dollars or hundreds for you know somebody to make your stuff out in california you know go local if you can and if you can't i mean it is what it is as most people say and uh, including myself (laughs) and uh no that i mean that's that's a serious thing like just try and involve as many people as you can lift each other up it's not i feel like everyone acts like it's rocket science to help each other and it's really not that difficult it's not it's not hard to involve other people in what you're doing it's easy and it's cheaper and it's it's it creates connections it creates human interactions it gives you stuff to live for it gives you stuff to write about it gives you stuff to sing about it gives you stuff to draw about it gives you it makes you a person and i think at the end of the day we should all be able to feel as human as possible even though sometimes it's just you know it's hard for all those to let all those emotions in so you know go out uh create with each other do what you can and uh yeah i mean i'm i was gonna do a q a i really was um i only got one question um do you believe in life after love and uh the answer is simply yes um i've been in love before and i've had it taken away and it sucks and you don't feel like yourself for a while um I think the longest I didn't feel like myself was about a year. And yeah, I mean, overall it sucks. Losing some losing someone you love like family-wise and then obviously the relationship having your heart broken it sucks. Um but I know no one wants to hear this. I didn't want to hear it, but eventually you move on, you move past that and you go and you do other things. You know, I think we're a very uh, codependent generation, and that's fine because I too am very codependent. But you can you can do almost anything by yourself if you really want to. Um, obviously, it'd be, be it'd be nice not to, but that's uh that's it. There's, def- there's definitely life after love. We can all heal from pretty much anything. We all have the capability to. It's just about, at the end of the day, it's just about if you want to do it. Like, do you want to heal from this or do you want to mourn for a little more? And yeah, there will be, there will be time. Me and my friend Tram were talking about the other day. There will be times when, you know, you're just sitting there and you'll, you'll think about, you'll think about somebody just randomly and it'll happen from time to time and it happens to all of us and it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't. It doesn't make you not love the person you're with. It just means that, you know, you had good times with somebody. And sometimes that's, uh, sometimes it's hard to let the memories go because the memories are always going to be there. And that's one thing that you can't really take away 
at all in the slightest. They just, you know, they, they just pop up and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, that's my little spiel about that question. Thank you to the person that asked it. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm just asking you for this next week to, if you can, try and involve one person, one person you wouldn't normally involve and do that for me if you can so thanks for listening this week I really do appreciate it Um, I ask you to try and be more I feel like we're all capable of doing great and amazing things so wake up tomorrow wash your face brush your teeth and aim to be more thank you